Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, Bully Ray and I talk about Monday Night Raw from last night. Edge's promo. Who is going to step up and face Edge at WrestleMania? Also, we talk about Brock Lesnar, the biggest star in the WWE, and what a brilliant job of promoting a live event at Madison Square Garden. And does MSG still have the same cachet? We talk about it right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Bully, I, I know we talk about Brock a lot here on Busted Open, but it's amazing to me. And you know what? It doesn't even take much. When Brock came out, and I just rewatched it now before we started the show this morning. First of all, Brock comes out. The place erupts. Everybody is on their feet. And I'm not just talking about for his entrance. They are on their feet. And I mean, everybody in that arena is on their feet for every second that Brock is in that ring and on that microphone. There are a lot of superstars in the WWE, but there is no star that shines brighter than Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is the biggest star in the WWE, period. Yep. That's just how it is, folks. And that's the news. Um, Brock is having more fun, I believe, in the WWE than he ever has. Uh, that smile on his face right now is not forced. Brock's genuinely just enjoying this shit. Goes out there, gets to talk for the, really the first time in his career. I know he's talked a little bit before, but now every time we see him, he's doing the talking for himself. Now, I'm not going to say he's the next, uh, you know, Ric Flair or The Rock or anybody else like that on the microphone, but he's getting the job done in a Brock Lesnar-esque way. What, what struck me last night was the business of Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. What was the number one piece of business they did in that ring last night? Well, to me, they got over uh, the live event at Madison Square Garden uh, in March, which was amazing to me, by the way, Bully. 
they were selling a live event. Mind you, a live event at Madison Square Garden. <clears throat> but when was the last time you saw the WWE on Monday Night Raw talk about a live event other than scrolling it on a on a lower third or maybe an announcer hitting it like, hey, you know, March 5th, Madison Square Garden, get your tickets now. I mean, the business of the promo last night was to sell tickets to Madison Square Garden. And, and Bully, and, and listen, yes, I'm sure there's going to be people that say, oh, they mentioned this live event or they mentioned the Garden. But they they never, I, I, I'm going to say, in the history of Monday Night Raw, have never put over a quote-unquote house show like they did last night. Because, Bully, it's it's Monday Night Raw. It's the opening segment of the show. And it's the biggest superstar in the company, Brock Lesnar, talking about it. They have never... I, I, it gives me goosebumps. Because, Bully, as you know, as an old school fan like you and I... Them putting over a house show at Madison Square Garden, they would do that on a weekly basis on, you know, Channel 9 when we were growing up. That's that's the business. They were trying to sell tickets for the Madison Square Garden show every month. I have not seen anything like that since until last night. What a great job by Brock and Paul Heyman putting over the Mecca and the house that Bruno built, Madison Square Garden. Now, I wonder if the WWE had to do it or they wanted to do it. So, Andre, do me a favor. Find out how many tickets have been sold as of this morning to that March 5th um, MSG live event, because that should tell us a lot. If ticket sales are low, then I'll completely understand why they did last night. Um, Heyman and Brock. Obviously, Roman uh, thrown in there, too. Getting Brock and Roman at Mania, probably night two main event. I believe there will be some more twists and turns. I do believe that there will be some more swerves. As we get closer to WrestleMania, I believe the story will start to become, obviously, the, the focal point will be Roman versus Brock. You know, winner take all. But yeah. whose side is Paul Heyman on? I think that's the giant question mark they have to go into this match with. If if you go in or, or somebody has to not be trusting him, like even if he comes out with Roman, there has to be enough of a, a, of a showing of the hand where he could turn on Roman. Or if he comes out with Brock, or if, like I said, if they go into the match with whose side is Heyman on? Bully, I think everybody who's going to be watching that main event at, at uh, WrestleMania are going to keep an eye on what Paul Heyman is doing outside that ring. Somehow, some way, he is going to factor into that finish of that match. I mean, that's my guess where we are right now. But you're absolutely right, Bully. This story with Roman and then involving Brock Lesnar... Wow, what a what a roller coaster ride it's been. It's been the best story in the WWE, arguably and in my opinion, the best story in pro wrestling over the last year, and we're not even at the conclusion of that yet. So, I can't wait 
what Roman and Brock are going to be able to do for us on Raw and on SmackDown. And Brock said he's going to be on SmackDown. So I love the fact that it's going back and forth to both shows and both brands. Something that you said a lot needed to happen. And that's exactly what's happening right now on this road to WrestleMania. Double duty is absolutely necessary right now going into WrestleMania. I don't want to have to just watch Raw to see Brock and just watch SmackDown to see Roman. I want to see these guys show up on either show at any given time. Now, I can hear people going, yeah, but bully, then what about the draft? The draft is a bunch of bullshit anyway. The draft is just programming. The draft is just so you'll tune in on a specific Monday night and Friday night during draft season. We've seen for years now, they've come up with so many different ways, the wild card, the swap, yeah. uh, the borrow, you know, whatever it is, when, when they need somebody from raw to be on SmackDown or somebody from SmackDown to be on raw, they're going to do it card subject to change. I'm a big believer in world. The world champion should be on both shows right now. We have two world champions. We have a WWE champion. We have a universal champion. I want to see Brock show up on SmackDown. I want to see Roman show up on raw and this can happen on any given week moving into WrestleMania. And bully, it just makes sense because if this is a winner takes all situation at WrestleMania, which it is, then I'm perfectly fine with Roman who's on SmackDown coming over to Monday Night Raw. We know Brock is a free agent anyway. He can go to any brand he wants at any time. So it makes perfect sense. Hi, everyone. I'm Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser. And if you love sports the way I do, the people, the passion, then you'll enjoy my podcast, In Conversation, every Thursday. I've drawn from 45 years of covering all sports with people like Billie Jean King and David Duchovny and the merry prankster himself, Bill Walton. I have reached the top of the mountain. I am having a conversation with Leslie Visser, my hero. So please listen and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. Saturday, March. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. 
Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Biff, that show at Madison Square Garden that Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar was pumping up at the beginning of Monday Night Raw last night. It is one hell of a card in store on Saturday. Are you are you ready for this? You got Ronda Rousey's on the show with Sasha Banks going up against Charlotte Flair and Natalia in the tag match. So you got Ronda at the Garden. Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley in a Raw Women's Triple Threat match. I mean, there we are talking about a triple threat match where you're getting it at the MSG live event. Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. And then you got advertised as of right now, Brock Lesnar against Bobby Lashley. And if Lashley can't go, a surprise opponent for Brock Lesnar. Plus, they're also saying that RK Bro is going to be on the show. AJ Styles is going to be on the show. Uh, The New Day is going to be on the show. I mean, this is like a WrestleMania card at the Garden on Saturday, March 5th. It sounds like every name in the company will be there. Uh, It doesn't sound like. That's what it is. Every name in the company will be there. Now, we asked the question before we went to break, did the WWE want to? or need to do that promo last night because it was quite odd that they'd be pushing a house show so hard. Andre, how many tickets have they sold so far for this Madison Square Garden live event? Based on Ticketmaster, where I'm looking, they haven't sold much, but other sites are reporting that they're selling about 4,200 so far. 4,200 sold. How many tickets are still available? Should be about 5,000 because they're capping it at 9,500. So, Dave, I mean, this is like, woof. So the garden, which back in my day, brother, (laughs) we did 20,000 people on any given show. And those were just live events. That was the holiday show. And that was the spring show. We didn't configure the, uh, the garden to anything less than maximum capacity. Just like when we were kids and saw wrestling there. Now they're configuring the garden to 10,000 people and they've only sold about 4,500. Yeah, there's a lot to what you just said, Bully, because the, the capacity for this new version of Madison Square Garden, it holds 18,200. Now I understand because of staging and everything else, though they usually scale down for live events where you don't have the elaborate stage like you see <laughs> on SmackDown and Monday Night Raw considerable amount of downsizing 
for for live event yes. staging. Yes. Yes. So maybe only yes. maybe only having to kill a couple of hundred, maybe max a thousand. Max. Right. So MSG usually can hold eighteen thousand two hundred. That's the capacity for Madison Square Garden. Um, now Andre just said it and, and I take Andre for his word cause you know, he was looking at it that they're capping out the capacity for MSG this time around at 9,500. That's about half of the 18,000, you know, capacity that Madison square garden can usually hold. Now you're talking about ticket sales already half of that. They only sold, you know, over 4,000 for Madison square garden. Now, they listen. I, I'm looking at it. I'm not saying that this this is an anomaly. Like I, there are there are times we look at a Monday Night Raw and it's packed, and sometimes it's not. But you're right, bully. When it comes to Madison Square Garden, there's two shows that you could almost on a yearly basis guarantee is a sellout. The house show during the holiday, their holiday show, uh, right around Christmas, and then the the show just before WrestleMania. Because believe me, I've been a, to a ton of those live events just before WrestleMania. And they're usually packed to the gills. They're usually sold out. To hear that, they're, that this show is less than two weeks away. And they've sold less around, let's just say, 5,000 tickets. What happened to Madison Square Garden being the flagship in the Mecca for the WWE bully? Um, I'm sure you can blame a little bit... Um someone on COVID still because in the, in New York, I, there are still um, many restrictions that maybe some of the other countries have uh, 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 some of the other uh, cities and states have loosened up on agree. True. But, but at the same time, it hasn't hurt ticket sales for the Knicks and for concerts that have come to Madison square garden as well. So fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just saying maybe that's an issue, but you are right. It hasn't affected basketball games. Um, after last night, it's in, it'll be interesting to see if we give it a full week, how many tickets will be sold. So let's give them from Raw last night, which there should have been a bump in ticket sales to the Garden as of this morning. Let's give them from Raw last night until SmackDown this Friday night, where I'm sure they'll hit it again and they'll hit it. They'll hit it all week. But that card is already a sellout card even before. You yeah. bring Brock Lesnar on board. So back to the original que question, did they want to do that promo last night or did they have to do that promo last night? A promo that me and you haven't seen in forever, if ever. Yeah. Now we know they had to do it last night. They really did, especially with, especially with that star power. Like, Bully, you know, and I'm just talking as a fan. The Madison Square Garden just holds a special place in my heart. It's MSG. It's like we grew up watching, you know, that microphone coming down with the MSG logo logo into Howard Finkel's hands to make those announcements. It just gives me chills when you think about it. Looking past him and the exit sign that, you know, was, you know, above that tunnel where the wrestlers would come out. Uh, it, it's Madison Square Garden. And then you have, like, a Ronda Rousey. Like, I'm sure... For a lot of these competitors, a lot of these wrestlers, it's still special to be able to to perform at Madison Square Garden. I, I would think no matter where you grew up, there's a special place in your heart 
for Madison Square Garden. It's got to be defeating at the same time if you are performing at Madison Square Garden and the house is half, half empty. Like, that's got to be a little bit disheartening because this was a place that always would be a sellout. Also, too, for the WWE, and I'm just talking about sales and perception and everything else. I'm sure whenever they're in Madison Square Garden and a lot of the offices that are in New York, they're, you know, even they're, though they're based in Connecticut, to the WWE Madison Square Garden, to me, is still their flagship arena. I'm sure there's a lot of executives and clientele that are packed in those presidential suites at Madison Square Garden. I, I would think, and obviously judging from last night, they want that place sold out for Saturday, March 5th. And that's the other thing, too, Bully. It's a Saturday night. So, you know, you don't have to worry about getting up next morning for work or for school. It's a Saturday night. I, I hope, Bully, by doing what they did last night, we see a sold-out Madison Square Garden on Saturday, March 5th. WWE more family-oriented. Uh, family we know that. The Garden is a big deal. We know that. But let's take a look at this from Generations. We grew up with Madison Square Garden being a big deal. As a wrestler, wrestling in Madison Square Garden was a big deal. Having the moments that I've been blessed to have in Madison Square Garden, a big deal. Having my name on the marquee in a main event at Madison Square Garden, a big deal. But is it as big of a deal to the newer generation as it is to an older generation. I'm, is I'm the gonna... garden still the garden hmm. to a 25 year old? It's a great question. Like if you were interviewing, if we were interviewing Bianca Belair, and we mentioned Madison square garden. Is that going to be like, Oh God. Yes. I, I, I can't wait to perform at Madison square garden. If you're talking to an Austin theory, is he like, Oh, my dream is to work in Madison Square Garden. I, I don't know if that's the case anymore, Bully. But remember back in the day, I don't even know if this is a back in the day thing, but I know this was like a mantra amongst wrestlers. If you could get over in the garden, you could get over anywhere. What's the big deal if you can get over in the garden anymore? Is that going to really push you up the card? Probably not. So has the garden, and I, and I don't know, because, I mean, I mean, listen, the last time I performed in Madison Square Garden, it was sold out to the rafters. And the time before that, sold out to, I'm not saying it was because of me. I'm just saying, I don't know what an empty Madison Square Garden looks like. I don't know what a Madison Square Garden with not, not one empty seat looks like. Never experienced it. Wow. Thank God. Wow to the younger generation of wrestler, to the younger wrestling fan, does the garden still hold the mystique that it did for us? That's what I'm wondering. Maybe going to the garden isn't a big deal anymore. It's I, I think to the WWE, you know, Barclays has kind of become their flagship arena in New York. Most of their bigger shows, whether it was NXT or SummerSlam, or we, it's been mostly the, the 25th, anniversary show bully that you were a part of that, that that all those shows were at Barclays and think about it the first WrestleMania was at Madison Square Garden then WrestleMania 10 was at Madison Square Garden WrestleMania 20 was at Madison Square Garden WrestleMania 30 
in New Orleans at the Super. Like, I don't know if it still has that same cachet that it used to have anymore. And by the WWE switching over to the Barclays and almost creating the perception that the Barclays has become more of a home for the WWE than the Garden has, have they created their own situation where people now say, yeah, I'll just catch him at Barclays. It, it, it's very, very possible. Or is WWE become such a television product bully that it's it's not a must ticket anymore? Like, you know, if you look at this, if you look at this lineup. Dave, WWE, from what I remember, and I don't know if this is still the case, doing Raw or SmackDown from the Garden was always a problem. I forget what it was. I think maybe the seats that they had to kill or the way the garden was set up. And for the WWE, it was much more convenient to do business at the Barclays, despite the fact that parking sucks. Oh, yeah. It's, you, you, shouldn't even, you shouldn't even drive to Barclays. Just take no. mass transit. Do, don't drive because you're not going to find parking unless you illegally park under the path mark a couple of blocks away oh, uh, from the Barclays. The path mark. <laughs> but... But here, let's throw out this card for a second, Bully. Let's be realistic here. Uh, you got you got Ronda Rousey, Sasha Banks against Charlotte Flair and Natalia. Really cool matchup. There's no doubt about it. You have Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. Is that Raw Women's Championship going to change hands at Madison Square Garden? The answer is no. Roman Reigns against Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. Is that championship going to change hands on Saturday, March 5th? It's not. And then you have Brock Lesnar, and let's say it is Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. Is that championship going to change hands at Madison Square Garden? It's not. So there might be a lot of fans that say, you know what? I could I could see the WWE superstars on my TV. I can go to any place to see them. Why do I have to travel into Manhattan to see them at Madison Square Garden when I know that none of these matches are going to have any kind of ramifications? It's just going to be a show for the sake of a show. You're right. Uh, Most wrestlers will tell you that we would love to see a lot more things happen at live events other than here's your show. Enjoy it. I've always been a fan of championships changing hands on live events. And if you don't want to flip-flop your world heavyweight championship, that's fine. But let's have some tag titles changing hands. Let's have some U.S. championships, some intercontinental championship changing hands. Let people go home saying, wow, the WWE gave me a great show. Oh, and I saw a, a, a title change. Because you know how fa- how much fans love to see title changes. So why not give them a little bit more of it? Listen, all of these secondary belts don't mean as much as they used to. I don't think by flip-flopping them every now and then and catching people off guard is going to water them down any more than they've been already. Agreed. So you got to, you have to create a sense of excitement. You have to, um, you know, you'll, you'll go to Alice Cooper seven nights in a row because you love Alice Cooper and you're such a diehard and you're going to most likely see the same set every night, right? Yes. Yep. But what would it take for you to go see a band that you normally wouldn't see seven nights in a row? 
you would want to know that they were changing stuff up. Maybe, maybe Metallica on night one is going to play the black album. And on night two, they're going to play kill them all. And whatever you like, I have a reason to go see this band every single night. I remember when Motley Crue played their final tour, ha 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 final tour or whatever the end tour was. I wanted to go to the very last show in LA. All my friends were going to go. I was going to, I think it was my idea, but I wound up backing out because I looked at the set list every night and I said, they're not doing one damn thing. That's different. I want to know that they're going to do something different on those, that last night or those last two nights in LA. And they didn't same set, same everything as a performer. I'm like, what did you give your fan base that was so special and so different on your last night? You did the same shit on your last night that you did night one. Where's my incentive? And, and, and bully, let's just say that the WWE is at the Prudential Center in Newark for a Monday night raw. And the WWE with this all-star card is at Madison Square Garden. I think newer fans would rather go to the Prudential for Monday Night Raw. Why? It's televised. You know, they might be able to be seen on TV. The crowd is lit up. They feel like they're a part of the show. You know, everybody's watching it. You got over a million people watching it at home. Things could happen that's going to have serious ramifications for the WWE. At that Madison Square Garden show, you're not a part of the show. You're just watching an event. It's not televised. It, I, I think pro wrestling fans have been reprogrammed. For me, I'd much rather be at that MSG show for, for a live event at Madison Square Garden than being at that Raw in the Prudential Center. It's not even close. I'd rather be at Madison Square Garden. First of all, live events, wall-to-wall wrestling. You're at the garden. You know, just the mystique of it, it's so much better. At a Monday Night Raw, there's some breaks and there's backstage vignettes. and It's tiresome. But I don't know if a newer fan thinks the same way that we do. What is up, everyone? It's Jeff Ratcliffe, the host of the Rant Podcast. Join me weekdays for my unique brand of insight and analysis that will help you crush your fantasy football leagues and DFS contests. I'm also bringing you the sharpest betting angles, unique parlays, and the need-to-know info that helps put units in your pocket. The Rant, the fantasy football podcast that's on every winning lineup. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app free for most subscribers. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. 
Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Do you want to see Edge up against the phenomenal AJ Styles at WrestleMania? Sure. I mean, uh, AJ Styles. What's the story? There is no story. I mean, there's not going to be any story, I guess, with anybody. I guess once we get that challenge, they can build the story towards WrestleMania. Or is it just, hey, a great WrestleMania. Let's, let's, let's put on a display. Let's put on a memorable match at WrestleMania that people are going to talk about for years to come. If you're not going to have a story going into the match, then tell me next week there's not going to be a story going into this match. AJ comes out and says, Edge, I have nothing but respect for you. And Edge says, AJ, I have nothing but respect for you, but I think I'm a better wrestler than you. And Edge and AJ says, well, I think I'm a better wrestler than you. Have this be about the match only. Because if you just serve it up to me week after week that it's just about a match, okay. I mean, think about what Edge did with Orton and the story that was there. Think about the storyteller that Edge is. On um on a scale of one to ten, what do you think Edge versus AJ would be match wise at WrestleMania? I, I think it would be a nine close to a ten. Okay. There you go. So you already know what you're gonna get. It's just gonna be a great match. I'd love yeah. to see something more to it if we're getting AJ versus Edge. All right. Well, let me ask a question that you just asked about me about Brock Lesnar at Madison Square Garden. If not AJ, who? Like, who on that roster excites you to get into the ring with Edge at WrestleMania? I'd have to look at the roster, to be honest with you, Dave. But I'd love to see somebody. And I don't remember if Randy did this or not. And maybe it's my memory, or maybe it's just that wrestling makes things unmemorable at times. I would love to see somebody put Edge's career back on the line, uh, career back on the line. Didn't Randy do that though already? Well, Didn't Randy, Randy they, go after his neck already? Yeah. I mean, they had the, they had the falls count anywhere match. They had that Remember that whole, the classic wrestling match to who was the better wrestler. Right. Yeah. They, they did pretty much any match you can conceivably come up with or in, and edge had it. So now it's more about, to me, it's more about who could possibly be that next guy. I'm going to throw one out there, Austin Theory. Like, I, I, I love it. I love you it. You know, I mean, like Theory having a huge match like that, and maybe, hmm, maybe they did the promo last night to throw everybody off the scent. Maybe people are going to be uh, clamoring for AJ to step up and challenge Edge. But it's Austin Theory who steps up, the young, brash, up-and-comer who I believe is doing an excellent job, who I believe is being well taken by the entire locker room. I think this kid is liked. I, I know Vince McMahon has put himself back on TV for Austin Theory. I see the way Brock takes care of him when he throws him around. I see how Brock made sure the kid had 
shared the spotlight with Brock in the elimination chamber. Vince McMahon likes him. Brock likes him. I'd bet a dollar to say that the majority of the locker room likes this guy. Why not put him in there with Edge? Edge is Teflon. Am I necessarily saying that Austin Theory beats Edge at WrestleMania? Well, Fandango beat Chris Jericho. Yeah, it it didn't bode well in the end, but what I'm saying is anything can happen. But that story I like because that brash, cocky son of a bitch stepping up to Edge. You're old, you're this, you're that, your days about best days are behind you. You should have retired. Actually, you should have stayed in the hospital. Now you're on to something that I like. B- Bully, because I think Edge and AJ, is that, am I upset that that match happens? Absolutely not. It would be a great match. Who knows? Could it possibly steal the show at WrestleMania? Sure. Maybe when you and I are doing the post show on that Monday morning after both WrestleMania nights of WrestleMania, you and I could go back and say, you know what? The best match over the entire weekend was AJ Styles and Edge. That's a, the, a distinct possibility. But man, the WWE needs to make stars bully. They really, really do. What better way to, to make Austin Theory? You have been doing everything right so far, right, Bully? I mean, they put Vince McMahon on, on TV with him. Great way to start. You know, you have him in the in the ring with Brock Lesnar, at, uh, Elimination Chamber, gets completely destroyed, actually got some offense in as well. What better way for him to shake off that than to step up to edge, take his challenge, and take it all the way to WrestleMania? That's how you make stars. And Austin Theory, after that match, win or lose, would be a star coming out of WrestleMania. And I could see behind the scenes a guy like Edge who understands and gets it, turn around and go, give me Austin Theory. Let me help make this guy. I mean, why not? And, And maybe even to the point where Austin Theory beats Edge at WrestleMania. It'll never hurt Edge. If Austin Theory finds a way to beat Edge and Austin Theory scurries out of the ring and Edge is getting up, he will get a standing ovation. Yes. I mean, and, and, and Edge has had his accolades. Edge has won every title you could think of. Edge made the ultimate comeback. Edge has had other WrestleMania matches. Like, to me, this is about the next... WWE's got to think right now, their goal right now should be that next generation of WWE superstars. They brought back Edge. They brought back Goldberg. They brought back Lita. Like, now they got to think of the future and who's next in the WWE. And when you have talents like Rhea Ripley or Bianca Belair or an Austin Theory or any of the other younger talent that they have in the hopper ready to go, You have to start them somewhere. This is a perfect opportunity. I like that idea of Theory and Edge. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks the SiriusXM Senior Vice President 
of sports programming and podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and Sirius XM Fight Nation program director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.